Good to see everybody. Good, good looking group. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the Spirit of the Lord's here. Amen. Andrew was on it. Praise God. Amen. And uh, you know what? At the end of that chapter, it doesn't say amen. It, 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 does, it hasn't ended. We're getting ready to see it finished. In this next little bit, I believe that with all my heart. Praise God. Hallelujah. But God is good and God is faithful. He's not a man that he should lie. Amen. And uh, the enemy doesn't want us to trust him. The enemy wants us to trust what we see. Amen. And what we feel and what we hear. And he wants to put thoughts in our head that are contrary to the word of God. But if we stay with the word of God, God is faithful in every arena. Amen. We are redeemed from the curse of poverty, sickness, yes, sickness, and death. Amen. Hallelujah. When, when everybody, you know, everybody's uh, big on going to heaven, we believe that. That's a miracle. That's a miracle that you already believe in that, that, that uh, because of what Jesus did and because you believe that when you leave this world, you're going to live forever in heaven with Jesus. Well, you believe that. Amen. In the same deal. Matter of fact, before he paid for that, he went to the whipping post. And went to a cat of nine tails. By his stripes you were healed. Amen. And if we will get as strong about believing that as we are uh, about believing we're going to heaven. Now, some of us need to wake up and get the heaven right. Amen. <laughs> He's not willing that any would perish, but that all would come to repentance. Amen. Hallelujah. And the only way to get to heaven is being born again. Amen. You can't keep a few rules or join a church or get baptized and get you in. You've got to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and, and experience him and become his child. Amen. Well, we have children's ministry for ages six months up to the sixth grade. Hallelujah. And uh, we'll dismiss y'all at this time. Praise God forevermore. Praise God forevermore. Glory to God. Well, you know, we hear... And we're so thankful. Reports of revival uh, or reports of a move of God here and there. And now it's spreading everywhere. You know, Dylan back there, he, he went to Asbury twice. So we got somebody here that's, that's, that's been there two times. Amen. And, and something awesome is happening. And uh, people are going other places and gathering other places. And the Bible says where two or more are gathered in my name. There he is in the midst. So it's not a strange thing to think that God would show up anywhere. He showed, he showed up here this morning because we're here gathered in his name. And uh, God is doing something in these last days because something needs to happen in these last days. And uh, uh, we want to we fully understand that. And, and as we realize, as we recognize... Uh, you know, we're getting close to coming down the home stretch. Mm -hmm. 
I, I, I really think we are. You know, I rode, uh, I rode a mule in the fair one year in the mule race. Big, big old uh, Junior Walker had a big uh, pair of young Belgian mules. They was giants. And uh, they was beautiful. And they was, they was worth a lot of money. And he thought the best way to tame them was to get me and his nephew to uh, ride them in that uh, mule race with all them other mules. So they were, they were twice as big as most other mules. But they got us in those starting gates, you know, and come out around there. Well, in a horse race, you know, if you're smart... You know, you, you, you don't beat the fire out of them at the beginning. You know, you kind of you save a little bit. Amen. And then when you come down the home stretch, you know, that's when you turn the reins loose and maybe pop the, pop the whip a little bit, you know, to, to finish strong. Amen. Well, we're, we're coming down the home, uh, the home stretch. There's no reason to hold back anymore. Amen. There's no reason to be conservative anymore. We're coming home and... and uh, we need to be fired up about it. And uh, we want to be prepared for all that God's doing. I believe God's doing a lot. I believe God's got a lot to do. Amen. You know, uh, the Bible is, is, is called a mirror. God's Word is called a mirror, and, and we're supposed to look into it and see where we are, where we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be. And it shows us what we're supposed to be, and that's how we know what we're supposed to be. Amen. And we can examine ourselves and, and, and uh, understand where we are. M most of us, praise God, I'm not meddling or anything, but he's still working on us all. None of us have arrived yet, amen. He's, he's a good God, and he's a merciful God, praise God, <laughs> amen. Thank God for his mercy, amen. But he loves us so much, he wants to take us on into uh, bigger and better things. So I, I got to, uh, 1 Corinthians 15. I'd like you to turn there with me. I want to read this. This, this has a lot of stuff uh, in it, the, the, the gospel in a nutshell, a lot of what's happened, what we believe in. Praise God, what Christians believe in. We believe in the Bible rightly divided. Amen. And if the Bible can be rightly divided, it can be wrongly divided. Amen. And, and uh, the, devil's, the devil's the author of all that. Amen. But the Holy Spirit uh, helps us to rightly divide the Word of God. And... Uh, uh, so we'll look at this. Uh, I'm going to pray. Father, help us. We need your help. We're, we're nothing and you're everything. Lord, I ask you to anoint my uh, lips of clay. Uh, let my lips be as the uh, pen of a ready writer. Say what you'd have me to say. And let everybody have ears to hear what your spirit is saying. Let it pierce deep in and uh, make eternal changes even today. We give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. There is absolutely nothing that you can't do. There's nothing too big for you, God, and we believe in you, and we give you all praise. And all God's children said, Amen. So 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which you also received in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast to that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that He was seen by Cephas, 
and then uh, by the twelve. And after that he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remained to the present, but some have fallen asleep. After that he was seen by James, then by all the apostles. Then last of all he was seen by me also, as by one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, who am not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am, and His grace toward me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they, uh, than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether uh, it was I or they, so we preach, and so you believed. So, uh, Paul is telling them... Uh, what the gospel's all about, how Jesus was crucified for our sins, and how he did raise from the dead uh, the third day. And he said, uh, that's the gospel, that's the good news. Amen. The good news is, no matter what you've been through, uh, uh, we were born in sin. We were all born in sin. Uh, and thanks to Adam, but thanks to Jesus, amen, that has been answered. That's the gospel. There's hope for anybody and everybody. The Bible says whosoever will can call on the name of the Lord. But everybody has to. You can't be born into it. It doesn't matter if your grandma was a saint or your mama. Amen. You must be born again. And your grandma's a real saint if she told you you must be born again. Amen. And you need to get down on your knees here and pray and ask Jesus to come into your heart and uh, let him be Lord of your lives. Amen. Amen. So uh, Jesus rose from the dead and he appeared to, to all of them. Praise God that he was risen. And uh, uh, so uh, we're preaching this gospel now. He persecuted the church before Jesus was revealed to him. Amen. He was, a, he was a faithful Jew. Anything, let me just say this, anything that's number one priority is to persecute something or somebody or another group or somebody a little bit different than them uh, is, uh, is the spirit of religion. Amen. Christians don't persecute. Amen. <laughs> Christians are persecuted. Amen. But Lord, help us. Th this is why we need revival. This is why the church needs revival. This is why preachers need revival. If we're so busy attacking other preachers, Amen. How are we going to tell people about Jesus? The Bible says the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Amen. And if, it, if, it, if that's the way it is, uh, that the church needs judgment, where are the sinners and the unbelieving going to be found? Amen. So judgment begins at the house of God. And now now it's, it's happening at colleges, but it's moving into churches. And it's moving into churches, and we need to wake up, and we need to uh, recognize the gospel of Jesus Christ and walk in love. Uh, so many times, you know, I mentioned rightly dividing the word of truth. So many times the devil has come along and wrongly divided the truth. And, and there, are, there are actually a couple strong factions right now in, in the New Testament church and amongst the Protestant evangelicals. And uh, 
Some have an overemphasis on grace, and others have an overemphasis on legalism. Right. Uh, call it holiness, but some are, some are grace, and, and uh, some are so much gracey that uh, there's no requirement of you whatsoever. Actually, that is not an overstatement. Their doctrine is if it's God's will for you to be saved, you'll be saved. And if it's not God's will for you to be saved, too bad. But the Bible says, see, you've got to rightly divide the word of truth. The Bible says, whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And he's not willing that any would perish, but that everybody would come to repentance. He loves us so much, that's why he died. He didn't die for a certain few, a select few. And then they believe in predestination, and, and they believe in the extreme, extreme, extreme sovereignty of God. S saying that God created this, God made everything, and he did. And he did an amazing job, I'm, I might add. I, I, it never ceases to amaze me, amaze me how amazing life is and how wonderful creation is. Amen. Life is good if you walk with God. Amen. And he authored all that. He made that. I, can, I just cannot put my head around how all this wonderful life just happened. Or that a tadpole crawled out of a mud hole and grew a tail and became a monkey and then it became a neanderthal man and you know so the, the theory of evolution and people went hog wild for it you know they don't say that much about it right more because even science doesn't back it up it's a theory you understand what a theory is a theory is it might have happened this way but we don't have all the facts yeah that's what the theory is. It might have. We, we think, because, and, 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 and wicked people want to think that way because if there's a God, I'm in trouble. And if the Bible is, uh, you know, God's uh, guidelines, whoa, I violated them all. Amen. If, and it says there's a heaven and there's a hell. And if you don't honor God, you're going to hell. So I'm surely going to hell. So that can't be right. We had to, we had to come from monkeys. We just had to. Have, right? So they don't have to feel guilty. You know, when we die, we're going to be dead. I'm sorry. Amen. When we die, when we leave this world, we're going to eternity. Right. Saved or unsaved, you're going to eternity. You're going to live forever. Yeah. The only thing to be determined uh, is wh wh where you're going. Yeah. Amen. But rightly dividing, rightly dividing the Word of God, I think holiness is extremely necessary. Honoring God, honoring what God says. And I think grace is extremely necessary. Amen. I, I think one won't work without the other. Amen. And vice versa. It takes both of them. Amen. You've got to have a measure of the goodness of God because if, 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 if holiness were totally right, and uh, uh, I remember one guy jumped up early. I was a young preacher. I didn't know what to say. He, he quoted G, what Jesus said, Be ye perfect as I am perfect. And he said, You're going to have to be perfect to get into heaven. You're going to have to be perfect. Well, he was up there judging everybody. thought he was trying to preach somebody under conviction. And he was up there judging people, so he missed it. As perfect as he might have been other than that, because, you know, it says judge not unless you judge. In the same measure you judge, it says, uh, you know, get the... Uh, log out of your eyes so you might see to get the splinter out of your brother's eyes so he was even wrong then amen and and so we got to rightly divide the word of truth amen and the be ye perfect 
message is the message declaring why Jesus needed to come. Amen. Because only the perfect one and his perfect blood could make us right with God. You're not going to get perfect enough to get in. You ain't getting in if it's on you. You ain't going to make it. You, you, I don't care. I don't care. You can live in a monastery for 16 years. Amen. And, and wash the saints' feet. Whatever you want to do. It's not going to work until you believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus. Praise God. And say, Jesus, come into my heart and forgive my sins. I need you. Something's tugging at me. Something, something, something on the inside is not right. And I know only you can make it right. Come in and make me right, Lord. Hallelujah. That's the only way to get in. That's rightly dividing the word. But rightly dividing the word, you've got to take both those. And they do mesh and blend together. And, 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 and Paul, in, in the wonderful book of Romans, which is all about the grace of God, and it gets into to 9 and 10 and 11. It's talking about how because Israel rejected Christ. They didn't see him as the, as the Messiah. And they missed out on it. But because they rejected it, Jesus came. So it wasn't Gentiles who were, who were not born Jewish. We're not born into it so that we could be saved and we become grafted in. Glory to God, we get grafted in the vine. Amen, and we can be saved. See, do you understand that in the Old Testament, people were servants of God. They were the servants of God. But in the New Testament, when you get it right, you become the sons of God. The sons and daughters of God. His very own children. Amen. We're not the servants of a great slave master. Amen. We're his children. We're his kids because of the blood that Jesus shed for us. And he said, he said to all you kids of mine, come boldly before my throne to find grace and mercy. And see, but we don't understand that. A lot of Christians don't understand that, that they're a child of God. Amen. Hallelujah. I understand. I'm a child of Harmon and Nancy Parnell. And if I was in, I, I, I remember when I was wicked. Oh, Lord. I was backslid way on God. And, and uh, I was doing things I shouldn't have been done, doing. And if they had caught me doing what I'd been doing, I'd probably still be in jail if I'd have survived. Uh, you know, I'd be old. I'd be a lifer, you know. Hallelujah. But by the grace of God, I didn't get caught. But let me tell you what I did know. And I never let go. And I said, if they catch me and I'm in big trouble and there's no hope, I'm calling Mama and asking her to pray. <laughs> Praise God, I'm calling on Mama. Amen. Because she can pray me out of this maybe. Amen. I wasn't ready to, be, to, to, to yield at that moment. But I always, that was my, that was my uh, uh, safety valve. Amen. Hallelujah. If I ever went all the way, praise God. Hallelujah. But God is good. Amen. And, and now listen, we're his kids. A lot of people don't realize that. You're, you're his child. You're his son. You're his daughter. Amen. And his love's unconditional. I saw, I saw uh, uh, you know, there, there, there's some tough stuff to go through in life. There's some tough stuff to face up to. You can do a really good job of raising your kids, and they may take a wrong turn. Amen. This world is out to confuse them. Amen. Devil's working overtime to steer them in a wrong direction. Make a boy think that he loves boys. Make a girl think that she loves girls or don't know what they are. Amen. And they get confused. And there's some people that are very religious and, and very godly and honor God's word. And it, I mean, it, it says, it says a man shouldn't lie with a man. I mean, it, how, 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 uh, uh, 
How can we not understand that? Well, you got to wrongly divide the word, don't you? Jesus said to love everybody. Yes, he did, but he said love speaketh the truth or speak the truth in love. Amen. So it's a little bit of both. Amen. It's a little bit of both working on that. But uh, I've, I've heard of parents. I've heard of parents. They had to say, listen, I don't like the choices you're making. Uh, uh, as long as you're, I've, I've heard, I, I'm not saying they're right. I'm not saying they're right at all. Uh, but they said, you're, no, you're not even my child anymore. You're not even my child anymore. I'm just, you don't even exist. Because they made wrong decisions and, and, and did wrong. Now listen, God can't do that. Amen. He is love. And He does love everybody. But, 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 but uh, God will let you reap judgment. He's given us every way to escape that. But He's not going to stop loving. He's not going to stop loving. Uh, <laughs> His hope endures fadeless. Amen. He, he's not giving up. Amen. He's for us and for us to make the right decision. And he never intended what happened in the book of Acts. I've been reading the book of Acts. What happened in, in chapter 1 and chapter 2 when the Holy Ghost fell some 60 days or so after he was crucified and the curtain was rent in twain in the temple and the Holy Ghost was released. It was in the holiest of holies, in the most holy place. And that, that his presence, the anointing, was released upon earth. Well, but when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were in the upper room. They were in one mind, in one accord. They had obeyed him because he told them to tarry here in Jerusalem till you be endued with power from on high. And so he, he, he appeared, the Bible says he appeared to 600. More than 600 people uh, after he'd risen from the dead. After his side had been pierced, after his hands and feet had been pierced on the cross, he rose from the dead and he come back and he appeared supernaturally. Remember Peter was fishing one time and went out fishing when they saw it was Jesus. You know, Peter jumped in the water, put his robe on, jumped in the water. And he said, come on, come on in, boys. Amen. He said, you, you caught anything? They said, no, no, we ain't caught nothing. So throw out your net. So they threw out the net, and it got so many that the boat was sinking, and they got the boat to shore. Peter was swimming. You know, he jumped out. Peter was swimming. They come in, and Jesus had some fish on the fire, and they threw a few more of those fish on the fire. He appeared to them, and then uh, he was with them, teaching them things pertaining to the kingdom of God for 60 days. And he told them 600 people, approximately, had seen him, but only 120 came to the upper room. Amen. Why is that? Because they're human. Amen. I'm telling you what, I want to be in the 120. I don't want to be in the, the three-fourths that are just like everybody else, just status quo, I'm not, it's just good enough for me, uh, I, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get too concerned about this. I'm all in. You hear me? I'm all in. 120, we're all in. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. They'd been there 10 days. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Amen. And it appeared upon like cloven tongues of fire. Amen. And they were a rushing mighty wind. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Begin to speak with tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And then they went out and there was gathered in Jerusalem people from every tribe. And they all heard them speak in their native languages. There's people from everywhere. And they were speaking in tongues and everything. And, and somebody said, these men are full of new wine. And Peter jumped up and said, these men aren't drunk as you suppose. They're just filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And revival broke out. 5,000 were saved. 
Amen. And then, and then signs and wonders were wrought by the hands of the apostles. And revival broke out and thousands more are saved. And everything's growing. And listen at this now. Uh, I don't know if these revivals that are going on right now can do this or not. And I don't know if it'd be God's will for us to do this right now. But they got so saved that everything they had became common possessions. Amen. Les, uh, Wes may have a Cadillac and I got a Pinto. But, you know, we got everything in common. <laughs> Amen. So I'm half owner of a Cadillac and he's half owner of a Pinto. Such a deal. Amen. They, 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 they sold all their goods and have everything in common. They loved it and, and they weren't jealous. And they, what, nobody trying to be a big shot. They just wanted to see all the needs met. That's saved. Amen. That's something happened. Uh, the latter state of the house is going to be greater than the first. I don't know. I'm not advocating that. I'm not telling you to give up everything. But I'm telling you to give up yourself to God. To surrender to God. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, Romans 12, after Romans 10 is talking about how Israel shut out and the grace of God, then it says, I beseech you, Romans 12, 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. We're rightly dividing the word right now here. You're, you're, you present your, as Christians, as grace people, the grace of God has been, he called you brethren. Amen. We're brothers and we're his sons. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. We're sons of God in this new covenant. He said, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. So he's saying, now that you're saved, now that you're saved by grace, your purpose is to live for God. Yes. Amen. Now we live for God. Boy, that won't go over most places. Amen. Because we, we, we want everybody to tell us how wonderful we are and how blessed we are and uh, pat us on the back for every little good thing we may or may not have, have done. But don't, don't give us any requirements. Don't give us any, and I'm not giving you any either. He just said you're supposed to be a living sacrifice. Us, us, us baseball people, we know what a sacrifice is. Amen. Hallelujah. Now in softball, it's, 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 it's a, a little bit different. In softball, you just hit a long fly ball. And so if there's a guy on third, he can score. That's a sacrifice. Amen. But in, in baseball, you can bunt. Amen. So if there's a guy on first, you just want to get him to second. So you bunt the ball where it stays right there in front of the catcher and pitcher so they have to get you out at first. So they, it's the, the guy on first base has got to jump. He's already gone to second. So, but you got him in second because, it, 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 you know, if he's on second and somebody gets a good hit, he can score. But he probably can't score from first. But that's called a sacrifice. It's giving yourself up for the team. And a good team... A good team, if somebody hits a sacrifice fly when they're supposed to, or if somebody makes a good bunt when they're supposed to, when they come back in that dugout, they get as much high fives as somebody hit home run. Right. Amen. They get as much high fives and get as much praise from the coach because that's part of the game, and you've got to have that. Amen. Well, we're, we're told to, to present our bodies a living sacrifice, and it says, which is your reasonable service. What is reasonable service? You know, if I had a big box of watermelons up here and, and uh, you know, they were $6. I don't know. They may have been $12. <laughs> or they, they might be when the, when, the, when the sun starts shining again. But it, it was $6. I marked through $6 and 
and put one dollar for these big old Jews. Isn't that reasonable? Is that re- Actually, that's a really good deal. But he said, listen, if we be reasonable service, you know, it's $6 is really reasonable because <laughs> that's what they are everywhere else, right? Amen. Your reasonable service, is, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to live for God. You're supposed to put God first. You're supposed to learn how to pray and communicate with God and walk with God. Amen. And see, a lot of people, we don't want to hear about the promises of God. We don't want to hear about healing. We don't want to hear about prosperity because I'm, I'm just going to, I love you, so i got to tell you the truth. I'm just going to tell you, it only works when you live right. It only works when you listen to the Spirit of God. It only works when you love the Word of God. Amen. You can't be hooting it up at the Crystal Pistol, Crystal Palace on Saturday night and then come and say, holy, 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 and everything work right. It don't work that way. Amen. Number one, the same, the same devil that tricked you into going to the Crystal Pistol that tricked you into going to the crystal pistol, he's going to jump on your shoulders right now, and there ain't a bit of faith going to come out of you. Because every time you start to breathe, condemnation. Condemnation. Oh, my God, what have I done? Oh, my God, what have I done? You can't believe God, you old dirty rat. Look where you were last night. Amen. That's what he does. The same, the same one who t- convinces you to do that thing that you thought you had to do, he's going to jump on you and condemn you. That's how it works. Amen. But God ordained always that that Pentecostal experience be an everyday thing. God never intended for his sons and his daughters to live beneath their dignity. Amen. We are sons and daughters of God. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, whatever you bind in my name, he, uh, he, he will do it. Whatever you loose in his name, he will do it. Praise he, Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father... In my name, he'll do it. That sounds like a son. That doesn't sound like a servant. And see, a whole lot of Christians are just thinking a servant mentality. Amen. And we got to get a hold of this son's mentality because he loves us and he loves you. Amen. How many of you, if you were well off, you lived in a nice house, you drove a nice car, had all your bills paid, and your child, your firstborn child, wanted to live under the bridge with the hobos? Amen. And God bless the hobos and the homeless people. I'm not being mean to them. But they, 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 chose, they chose to live down there like that. And some people do. We, try, we had one guy come. I don't know if y'all remember him. I can't think of what his name was. But he was a big, tall, black guy, and he rode a bicycle. Y'all remember that down there at Taco Bell? And he come in and came to church a couple times. Well, all the, all the Church on the Rock people were so excited and, and were trying to get him help. And we contacted his sister. And his sister said, uh, half of everything that our parents left is his, and he, he really don't want it. And he, re- he really don't want to stay here. He'll come for a little while, but he, he, he'll, he'll go to San Francisco and go across country on that bicycle. And he's, he's living like he wants to live. And, you know, they were wanting to help a homeless person and get a homeless person get established. And the sister said, well, brother, I wish you could help him, but the, he just don't want it. He just does not want it. So, so some people... Now, now if, if that's your child, wouldn't you kind of feel bad? Amen. They could be, they could be sleeping on the couch and they're, 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 they're sleeping on pine needles. You know, uh, uh, you'd want to help them. Well, we're, we're his children. He wants to help you. Amen. He wants you to do better than what you're doing. He wants you to have better than what you... He don't want you sick all the time. Amen. But you got to do it his way. 
Amen. And that's part of what revival is. Stay in revived. You can't be revived apart from the Word of God and apart from the Spirit of God. You just simply can't. Jesus said this in John 7, 37. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. He hadn't went to the cross yet. He hadn't risen from the dead. He hadn't spent those 60 days amongst them. Amen. And then ascended into heaven. And then in 10 days, the Holy Ghost came on the day of Pentecost. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. It hadn't happened yet, but he said... Glory to God. Uh, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. Anybody had rivers of living water flowing out of your belly? You ever, anybody ever had that blessing? Anybody ever had that blessing where... You just sometimes your cup runs over and you just cry and weep and and you can't do nothing you can't say nothing praise God hallelujah it's just joy unspeakable and full of glory amen and you know that you know that you know everything's going to be all right because you've been talking with him face to face amen and you know his hands on you because you can feel it amen and you hear him on the inside praise God and and and, and there's no fear and there's no doubt and there's no worry when he's touching you like that when he's pouring out his spirit like that he said whosoever believes he who believes on me as the scripture has said out of his heart will flow a, a, rivers of living water so you just got to believe what the scripture said you got to believe on him like the scripture said you can't believe on him like one of your cousins might have said well God's a just God and you've got to be perfect see if we had to be perfect you ain't getting no rivers amen you ain't getting no rivers praise God hallelujah like that amen it, it, it takes a balance of the grace and the, and the blood and the grace makes us able. But, but you're not going to attain any of it afar off from Him. You've got to draw close to Him. And then you've got to understand, there's this guy, he was the high-ranking angel in hell. I mean, in heaven. <laughs> hell's, hell, hell's where he's at and where he's going to wind up. But he rebelled against God. He saw God being God and he, pride was found in him and he said, I can be God. The Bible says he was beautiful. And he was over all the music. And he rebelled. And he drew a third part of the angels with him. <coughs> and he rebelled against God. And Jesus said, the disciples came back to Jesus. And they said, uh, Lord, the, even the devils are subject to us in your name. Hallelujah. Because he told them to go cast out devils. And he said, you know what? They listen. We say, come, come out and come out. And Jesus said, don't, don't rejoice about that. Don't get so excited about that. It, it, it's, it's a more exciting thing to know that your names are written. Amen. But he said, I beheld Satan fall like lightning to the ground. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, when Satan acted up against God, boom. And I told you, when, we fly, when you fly from Houston to uh, L.A., you go over a big crater. A big old crater in Arizona or New Mexico somewhere. I mean, it's huge. It must be a mile or two across. But, I mean, it's obvious from way up there in the air. It's a big crater, just like, you know, just a dust bowl. 
And Dr. Dufresne said, that's where, that's where Satan hit. <laughs> when he fell like lightning to the ground, praise God. Hallelujah. So we got the spot marked. Amen. <laughs> but listen, we're sons of God. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Praise God. Hallelujah. So if we'll believe what the Word of God says, but uh, we have to believe it. Now, I believe... I believe a lot, a lot of good stuff's happening and the church is waking up and people are getting stirred up, young people are getting stirred up. But I believe it's going to be like it was in the book of Acts. It's not just going to be little prayer meetings and strumming a guitar and singing praise. Amen. It's going to be power like in the book of Acts. Like, like when Peter jumped up and preached that amen and the conviction fell, 5,000 got saved. Amen. Hallelujah. There's going to be all the stuff that happened in the book of Acts and more. <coughs> Hallelujah. And uh, uh, we hadn't seen anything yet. We've seen a lot. There's been great revivals that have happened, that have, that have been happening ever since, really we know, in uh, 1906, 1907, Azusa Street broke out in California, and people started getting baptized in the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues. And the glory of God uh, started showing up, and, and I got books about it and stuff, and I've read about it. And they said the glory of God would come in and fill the church. I saw a picture on Facebook. Some of y'all might have saw it. Some preacher went into church Sunday morning, <coughs> last Sunday morning, and there was just a wisp of glory hanging over all the seats. I, know, I don't know what that phenomenon was. It, hopefully it's the glory. I'd like to see that come in here right now, you know. <laughs> and it, it would stay and linger. It was the presence of God, the tangible presence of God. It would stay and linger so that the little kids played hide-and-seek in it. You see me now, and I run over in this cloud, and you don't see me no more. Hallelujah. Now, that's something. And how many knows when stuff like that's going on, stuff happens? There was a, there was a guy with a withered arm. He didn't have no arm, and his arm grew out. Amen. All kinds of stuff like that happened in... Uh, again, they didn't have automobiles and stuff to get their people. A great sacrifice came in the P Pentecostal denominations. Everyone that, that is ha had its roots in that revival. But the Bible says the later, latter state of the house is going to be greater than the former. <coughs> so whatever that was, then there was the healing revival in the 40s and 50s. And I mean, I, I'm telling you, you talk about miracles. Amen. You know, just to hear the one Shambok talks about A.A. A. Allen in the, in the, the, the uh, child who received 27 miracles. Didn't have eyes, didn't have arms, had little flippers. Didn't have a fully formed genitalia. Didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. Six, five, six years old, his mother just carried him around like a pillow. And she heard the word of God and she went from somewhere in Tennessee to somewhere in Alabama to get in that meeting. She spent all he could. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, and uh, they didn't do things like we do. And this is why some people don't understand. And I didn't understand when I first started hearing about healing. I thought, wow, everybody ought to get healed right away. <coughs> but what they did, if you went to that tent, you had to be in a day session, in a day meeting, where they taught how to receive from the anointing. And you had to get a card. And then when it was time to pray for people in the night service, they would call out the numbers on the cards. And if they called your ticket, you got to go up and get prayed for. 
If they didn't call your ticket, they just didn't call your ticket. Because a tent full of people, you can only pray for so many. But see, they hadn't called her ticket all week long. And she was down to her last little bit of money. And Shambach told her. She went to Shambach and he said, he said, Sister, said, if, 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 uh, if he don't call your number tonight, I'll personally take you to, to him and have him pray for your child. <coughs> well, they gave the altar. I mean, gave, get, get the service started. And uh, Brother Allen said, this is going to be a miracle night. This is a miracle offering. He said, we're receiving a miracle offering. And said, Shambach watched. And he, that lady told him, said, I got $20. This is all I got to get home. And he knew that was all she had. And Shambach saw, saw her coming. She was the first one to come to the offering. And he said, I watched her. So she took that 20 and she put it in that deal. And I said, oh, my God, if that's not faith, I've never seen faith. And so anyway, uh, they went on. Brother Allen was sitting there and he said, uh, he said, uh, I'm, in, I'm, I, I'm in the spirit. I see. And he saw her car when she left home. It was a station wagon. Told what kind of car it was. Driving the road. Said, you're coming to this miracle. I mean, coming to this service to get a miracle. And uh, to told some things that was wrong. And uh, she jumped up and said, that's me, and ran up there. And anyway, that boy grew out feet, arms, and legs, grew eyes. Uh, 27 miracles. 27 miracles. And then not only that, everybody was rejoicing so much, people started giving her money. <laughs> Hallelujah. They didn't know the whole story. Amen. It's just like Andrew said, God will take care of you. Amen. And she got, she, and see, that was in the healing revival. And then that waned. And that anointing, you know, Pentecostal people had a hard time because it used to be so easy to get people healed. And then we couldn't get nobody healed because we didn't really understand how to exercise our faith. We were running after those gifts. And those gifts and miracles manifest. But we can get it with our faith. Amen. But I'm telling you, it's good to get your faith developed. But the, but the gifts and, and miracles are coming back. That's going to be part of this last day revival that we're going to see. But don't wait on it. Don't be sick until it comes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Revival begins when people turn to God. It breaks forth from real intercessory prayer and continues when people repent and will no longer tolerate sin in their lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, it, it breaks you. Amen. And, we, and so we just need to start breaking ourselves. Amen. And he'll break you at home. You can have revival at home. Amen. You can worship God at home. Hallelujah. I've got drunk in the spirit and fell out of my chair several times. Hallelujah. And laid in the floor laughing and crying. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because uh, he's... Uh, if you seek him, you'll find him. Yeah. Praise God. But the devil don't want you doing that. The devil don't want you doing that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, so, much is, so much bad is going on, but uh, God's bigger than, than any of it and all of it. Hallelujah. God never intended the Pentecost revival that started in Azusa Street, really that started in the book of Acts to stop he wanted us to be we're his sons and his daughters he wants us to live that way praise God now listen uh, the old song says this world's not my home I'm just passing through my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue the angels beckon me the heavens open door and I can't feel at home in this world any, anymore amen 
don't, don't let anything that's in that world uh, keep, keep you from God. Keep you from drawing close to God. He'll heal your wounds. He'll break your addictions. Praise God. The main thing is to get Him. Now listen, I'm not up here telling you. You get all your... And, and, and this, is, this, is, this is wrong. Uh, well, if I, get, uh, if I get all my addictions fixed and uh, I get everything straightened out, then I'm going to come to Jesus. That's like saying you're going to go to the doctor when, you, you know, when your broken leg heals. Yeah. Amen? I'm going to take my car to the mechanic when it starts running right. You know what I'm saying? No, come to Jesus. Surrender to Jesus. He'll fix what you can't fix. He'll help what you can't help. Amen? And, and that's revival, and that happens in the midst of revival. Chains and fetters break off, and it's easy. You don't have to, don't, nobody get mad at me, but you don't have to go 12 steps. Amen? You can go whatever, how many steps it takes to get to the altar, praise God. Amen? And surrender. Hallelujah. I did. I know. I know exactly what I'm talking about, praise God. Hallelujah. I got set free, 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 free. And it's lasted for 40 years. And it'll last till Jesus comes. Amen. Or till I go by the way of the grave. Hallelujah. But in this presence, and it's building, and it's growing. And, you know, we've sensed it here. We've sensed it here for months. Everything's building. The devil's, he's so mad. Amen. He's, he, he, he's, uh, he's, uh. He's going to attack where people are, are, are starting to get a hold of something. And as sure as you start to get a hold of something, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial that has come upon you as though some strange thing has happened. He's coming to hit you with that, to, to, to knock you out of faith and get you looking at what you see instead of what this book says. Amen. Because that's the only way he can win. F.F. Bosworth wrote a great book. I, I recommend you get it. I think you can download it for free uh, on, the inter, on the Internet if you just uh, search F.F. Bosworth, Christ the Healer. Uh, I know, I, I mean, if, if it doesn't, doesn't cost very much because I've got a copy of it on my iPad because I like to read that way. But he said, faith begins where the will of God is known. Amen. Faith begins where the will of God is known. So, uh, and then Romans 10, it says, uh, How can one be saved except he hears? And how can one hear except one preach? And how can one preach except he be sent? How beautiful are the feet of those that preach the gospel. So this gospel must be preached because you must hear it and believe it in your heart. Jesus died for me, and I've got to believe on him and receive him in order to be saved. You've got to hear that before you can... Before you can do that. That's why the foolishness of preaching, we preach the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, through the foolishness of preaching, I heard, I heard the parable of the prodigal son. Because I'd been born again. You mean you can backslide, Brother Randy? Well, you can, you can act like you never knew him. I'll just say that. Amen. Because I was born again when I was 13 years old, and I loved Jesus. And I, I tried to do good, but I just couldn't. I didn't know there was such a thing as the Holy Ghost where I went to church. They didn't talk about that. And being filled with the Spirit or led by the Spirit or out of your belly flowing anything other than Kool-Aid and cookies at VBS. <laughs> right? Hallelujah. I didn't know nothing about no power, anything. And I just kept getting drugged down and drugged down and drugged down until I, really I really got drugged down. But I heard a preacher 
say the pro, talking about the prodigal son. And he said the prodigal son came to his senses. He came to his senses. And he said, when I was in my father's house, I was better off than this. And he said, I will, I will humble myself and I will go to my father and I will be like one of his hired servants. He came to himself and he went home. And as he headed home, the father saw him afar off and the father ran to meet him. Amen. And that's a picture. Amen. Uh, somebody who's bound up, messed up, the devil's deceived you, pulled you away from God. When you, when you come to your senses and you make that turn, he's running. He's running, and he said, put the robe on his back. Put the ring on his finger. My son who is dead is alive again. Amen. And let me tell you something. I went running, and I did mean business because, you know, I knew I didn't want to be a phony. I knew I didn't want to be a phony, and I'd seen phonies. Amen. I'd seen phonies. Amen. Now, some people really struggling and are really sincere, but some people just are ridiculous. Amen. Hallelujah. Some people, the only reason they go is because of their wife. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. But listen, the, the phonies ain't going to pass the inspection at the great white throne judgment. When Jesus comes, you ain't going. You've got to be born again. Amen. And, and, and you've got to restore that fellowship. Well, restoring that fellowship, First uh, John says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So I knew I didn't have to be under conviction or anything, even though I was so terribly. But I knew if I went, he had to take me back. And that was all I needed to know. Amen. Because once I decided to go, I, there was no turning back. And I stepped out and I went. Amen. And he met me there, praise God. And he delivered me. He delivered me totally from everything. He delivered me from food for, for several weeks. Amen. My, my lunchbox was, was, a, was a cooler. <laughs> You know, it was a cooler about this big, about that. But, you know, when you could put a 12-pack in, amen. And I had three or four sandwiches and three or four little Debbies and three or four bags of chips and three or four soft drinks, you know, and uh, had a big ice pack in it to keep it all cool. And I ate every bit of it in my 30-minute lunch break. Hallelujah. But when I encountered Jesus, I couldn't eat. I went out in the graveyard and I talked to him, praise God. I, I had food that they knew not of, praise God. Hallelujah. And he'll do that for you. He's the same. There's no respect of persons with him. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Well, he's in this place and he wants us right. It, I mean, it's home stretch. It's home stretch. Amen. Uh, you know, we love everybody. Amen. We're not judging nobody. Amen. But he wants you to come and he wants you to be right. And he, he wants you healed. He don't want his children hurt. He don't want his children laying awake at night feeling guilty and feeling bound and feeling ashamed. He wants you to be free and wants you to be able to lift holy hands unto him and say, Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy. Thank you for your goodness. You're so good to me. Hallelujah. And, and uh, we come boldly before his throne to find grace and mercy to help in time of need. Amen. He wants us all saved. I want to say a prayer of revival. And... Uh, 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 we'll do this. I mean, I want revival in me. I'm praying for revival in me, and, and, and you got to pray for revival in you. I love seeing those young people, but, but what it does, it, it, it makes me, and I told, I told Misty, all these young peoples and all these young firebrands, one thing that they don't have that they don't understand, they don't have a spiritual father. Amen? And when they learn and when they get truly saved and truly yielded to God, they'll seek out wisdom. 
just like I sought out wisdom. I, I had a fire burning in my heart, but I wanted to talk to somebody who knew more than me. Amen, because I didn't want to make mistakes and didn't want to get trouble. But there are so many, you know, that are running here and running there, and there's so much stuff being said uh, that, that, that could confuse people. And they're going to have to have spiritual fathers. There's going to have to be guidance and encouragers and, and uh, people to point them in the right way. And I, I, I want to be ready. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, because you care for your people and you want all mankind to have life, you desire revival. Your revival brings life and nourishment, preservation and restoration. Thank you for sending Jesus to give us your abundant life. Lord, start revival in me first. I'm your servant and I place myself in position to receive revival. I feed on the scriptures as the sheep feeds in green pastures because your words are life to me. Holy Spirit of God, you raised Jesus from the dead and you dwell in me. So I come to you to energize my spirit, restore my soul, and rejuvenate my mortal body. I renew my mind with your word. In my innermost being is a well of living water, and I am revived. Revival is not only life to me, but life to everyone who calls on the name of the Lord. Therefore, I intercede on behalf of the people. I call upon you as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I call upon the mighty name of Jesus. All of mankind needs life. Lord, all of mankind needs revival because it is life, your life. I speak now and sow seeds of revival everywhere I go. I send forth angels to reap the harvest of revival all over the world. I put my hand to the sickle to reap the rich harvest of revival in my home, in my church, in my community, in the marketplace, on the job, in my country, and in all the world. Pour yourself on the people. Lord, pour it out on the people. Lord of the harvest, send forth laborers, positioning them in strategic places to ministers. You pour out your spirit upon all flesh. Almighty God, show yourself mighty and strong with signs and wonders. Holy Spirit, breathe on all the people of the world. I pray this in the name of Jesus, the name above every name, the strong name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know if you need to do business with God, but uh, we, we probably do. I tell you what, let's do. Can we get some prayer music? I tell you what, let's do. Let's just be still a minute. And everybody talk to God. You talk to God about this message you've heard. Hallelujah. Tell him you're living sacrifice. Lord, we want to be your living sacrifices. Deliver us from ourselves. Break every chain. Break every fetter, Lord. We bow before you, Lord. Only you can satisfy. Only you can deliver. You're faithful, O oh God. Boshta kasadara we call every power of hell broken every trick and lie of the enemy broken in the name of Jesus every stronghold broken in the name of Jesus hallelujah holy ghost flow healing balm of Gilead flow glory to God Lord we worship you we honor you you alone, Lord. You alone. Hallelujah. He whom the sun sets free is free indeed, Lord. 
As we cry out to you, set us free from every chain, every fetter, every trick. We plead the blood of Jesus. Cover us with your blood, O Lord. Wash us in your blood. Fill us afresh with your spirit. Fill us with fresh oil. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone open, I will come unto him and I will be his God and they will be my people. Is he knocking on the door of your heart this morning? Let him in. Just say, Lord, I surrender. I surrender to you and your ways. Can't make it on my own. I can't do it by myself. I need your help, O oh Lord. And I know you're mighty. You know you're mighty, Lord. Have your way in this place, O oh Lord. Change us, Lord. You're our everything. I don't want to be the same, Lord. I don't want to be the same. Increase our hunger, Lord. Increase our zeal. Let the zeal of the Lord consume us. Our God is a consuming fire. Jesus. Jesus, we give you praise. Jesus, we give you praise. Hallelujah. You're so faithful. You said in your word, whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We believe you, Lord. You said if we confess with our mouth, believe in our heart, confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, we'd be saved. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Anybody can do that this morning if you haven't done that even by uh, internet. Believe in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God, that He rose from the dead. And confess with your mouth, Jesus, you're my Lord. I'm going to be living sacrifice for you. In Jesus' name, just have your way. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I, 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 I would like anybody who will to come and let's just make a circle right here. Right here in front. And let's pray for one another and pray for revival. We can get everybody right here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We can get everybody in here. Hallelujah. I feel something. So Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we come boldly before your throne. We're stepping out, Lord. We believe you. Lord, we want to be your living sacrifices. We want to honor you and we want to renew our minds. We didn't even get to that verse. Not be conformed to this world, but be changed by renewing our minds. Glory to God. Lord, you're doing something all over the world and we, ref we refuse to not be a part of it. Lord, let us take us with us uh, on our homes, everywhere we go. Give us wisdom, O oh Lord, your wisdom. We belong to you. Train us up, Lord. Some of us would be like a, a, a young wild horse that need to be broken, need to be trained. But Lord, we're your, we're your wild horses. We yield to you. Train us, teach us, guide us. In the name of Jesus. I know you'll never leave us or forsake us. Glory to God. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a brand new day. In the mighty, mighty name of Jesus, we agree. If any two agree on earth is touching, it shall be. So I declare change has taken place. In a new, living way, we go forth from this place today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Bless our children. Lord, bless our children and the, those working with the children. Oh, costa, basta, kista, losako. We cover them. We cover them. Saturate them with the Holy Ghost, Lord. Protect them in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you all. Hallelujah. We're going to be here tonight for communion and, and uh, prayer. We'll see what else. But it is the last Sunday. And uh, 6 o'clock if you want to come. Praise God.